Hey guys, I'm Anna. And I'm Adway, and this is Double, Double Testimony. Cara, welcome to the Planted Podcast. Hi, Thank you. How are you today? Really good. Good. Thanks for coming and joining us. I'm so happy that I could do this. Oh, good. That's so good. Yeah, we're excited to have you. So, um, how have you been lately? Really good. Yeah. Happy celebrating Anna's 20th birthday. Yeah. Oh, let's not make this about me. Why don't you tell us about you? <laughs> Can you introduce yourself to the listeners? Just your name, well, <laughs> you know your name. Your full name. Your name. Your name, age, and just can you share the weirdest fact about you? Ooh, okay. Obviously, you've ever done something weird. All right. So, my name is Kara Ann Roden. My initials are Car. I am <laughs> 20 years old. And the weirdest thing about me, or hmm, the weirdest thing I think has, has ever happened to me is letting you, Anna, shave my head <laughs> a couple months ago. That's that was know, right? It was a good too. hairstyle. I wouldn't think that's crazy. I think it's, it suited you quite well. It I enjoyed did. it. Yeah. You pulled it off. You pulled Thank it off. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate you have, it. You have to be. You have to be a certain level of um, awesome to be able to. Oh, what a compliment! To be able to would... rock that. It was good. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, just, me too. I just thought it was random. <laughs> the funny thing was when I saw you for the first time, I didn't even notice it because it was like it looked so natural. Thank you. Yeah, so. I didn't notice either. Yeah. <laughs> As you were doing As it. I was shaved, no difference. <laughs> what? This isn't working. <laughs> so that's the craziest thing. So what yeah. else? Craziest thing, well... What else about you? Being a... Ner- I, I study nursing. Yeah. Just yeah. finished my second year of nursing alongside yeah. Anna. Congratulations. Ooh. You too. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so do lots of fun things in the hospitals. <laughs> But we'll probably won't go into the detail about those <laughs> yeah. fun and gruesome yes, yeah. things. We don't need to do Patient that. nurse confidentiality. Yeah. Yeah. That too, yeah. yes. Yeah. So, so one reason we wanted to have you on today specifically is because, as you know, the podcast is about sharing your testimony of how you came to God in the first place, but also of how you stayed with God, which mm-hmm. is the idea of planted. And you have a very unique way of sharing that story. So that's the reason we wanted you to come on today. So... Yeah. Before so we before start, we start, yeah, I'll just um do a quick prayer for us all here. Cool. And um we'll jump right into it. Yeah. Dear Lord, thank you for this time that we have here to really talk to Kara and really um hear about all the amazing work that you've done in her life, Lord, and that um that you use her to speak through our listeners to our listeners and um really be able to share the wisdom that you've put installed inside her. So we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Okay, so I guess the first question, can you tell us your testimony of how you came to God? Sure. So like lots of other Christians, I was born and raised in a Christian household. Um, Both my parents are really firm believers and they've been such good role models to me. Um, And so that kind of led into it. In, I think, year seven, I decided to be baptized and... It was kind of just because it was offered to me and I did know that it was me saying that I wanted to be a Christian for my whole life, but maybe didn't fully understand what that meant. Um, But then a couple of years later, I guess as my relationship with God grew and as I learned more about him, I kind of began to realize that, whoa, it's not just... I just say I'm a Christian and that's it, but it actually is a full relationship and it's this decision that I have to make every day 
to be looking for him in my life and seeing what he's doing and trying to learn and grow through him and letting him speak to me and teach me new things and not just making my decisions based on what I want, but actually having to see what I think God would want me to do. Um, Yeah. Wow, that's really cool. (laughs) And when you say, like, making decisions based on what he wants, how do you, what do you do about that, like, to keep maintaining that choice to follow him for yourself? It's really, like, a very conscious decision you have to make. So... I guess especially when you start off trying to live that way by making decisions for God, it's before you make any decision, you have to actually stop and think and pray and talk to God and see what he would want you to do because it's easy to make a decision that you think will be best for you. And sometimes that is exactly what God wants you to do, but it's always best to talk to him first and tell you what he wants and, um, you know, let you think over it see if it's what God would want you to do. So yeah, talking to him is really important. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. So you were saying about um, your parents like being coming from a Christian family and can you share some things that they instilled in you that made you want to make the decision to be a Christian yourself? Yeah, so one of the biggest things I think is that my parents have this amazing peace that only when you know God, you can understand what it feels like. So when they've gone through hard times, like my dad has been through so many like redundancies and all within like a couple of years. And then my mum having cancer and oh. it was just this incredible peace that you just cannot explain. And I felt that too. And I think it, it, there's no other way that I could have felt that peace throughout all these difficult times without God. That's so good. So you've really found sort of like, um, like yourself planted and had a foundation in God. So, um, how has being planted affected your life? Oh, like in every way, it enables me to see the positive side in everything and not just that, but finding joy in even the hardest times. And it's not just about being happy all the time because no one's happy all the time, even if you you can pretend to be, but it's about having this joy that is so like unexplainable and even like even I can't understand it but it's just there um that's definitely one of the biggest things that being a Christian like the biggest impact that it has on me the joy and the peace and I guess just also just being able to see like the good in everything um the world becomes such like a better place when you see how God has, like, how God is working through it. Like, trees, they seem so, like, okay, mm-hmm. but then you're like, wow, God made that. Like, look mm-hmm. how it grows and moves and, like, you know, just it's you see the incredible things that might not seem so incredible without God. Yeah, the very intentional decisions and, like, the yeah. meticulous yeah. planning. It's just mm-hmm. amazing. The artistry, yeah. That's yeah. really good. And I know when you talk about joy, I know that you're known for that. I know that people see the joy of the Lord in you and it impacts people. And I know um, one thing that you said that it impacted me that I actually wanted to ask you more about. You helped me write a blog a while ago, yeah. called it... Um, I think it was a letter to a neutral sapling. Yeah. And you talked a bit about your testimony of at first not really knowing what your testimony is. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to ask you a bit about that first to help other people who maybe aren't sure 
what their testimony is. Yeah, okay. So for a really long time, I never knew kind of what my testimony was because I just thought it's so boring because so many people, you know, born and raised in a Christian family. Um, And so I never thought it was really worth sharing. And then I think I might have been at one of our Christian camps that we go to, but someone kind of explained how every single testimony and every single decision to come to God, there is rejoicing in heaven. And that Mm -hmm. kind of just, it like, it shocked me. I was like, oh my gosh, like, it doesn't matter how incredible my story is, but the fact that I've made the decision to follow God is amazing, no matter who is doing it. It's amazing either way. And it just makes God so happy. So I read that blog and, um, In the blog, um, you mentioned being neutral. What did you mean by that? So you kind of see other people's lives, for example, Anna, like doing her blogs and doing all these incredible things. And it's so wonderful. And and I'm just so happy that I can be a part of it. Mm, Um, Me too. And then I kind of look at my life and, you know, you can get down about how you're not really doing all these big things, not really making these big decisions or feeling like you're changing people's lives. Um, and kind of, I guess, wondering like, what's God doing in my life? Am I meant to be doing more? Like, am I not doing enough? Um, so that's kind of what I meant by neutral, kind of just living your daily life and still following God and still like talking to him. Um, but not kind of, doing big things and I guess maybe feeling like you're not doing enough. Mm. Right. And I think that's definitely a big issue for Christians at times, or probably for everyone feeling like you're not doing enough. Mm. And I guess, especially in the Christian circle, I remember actually your dad teaching a course at church and saying how not every Christian has to be a missionary, like Mm. have that status. Cause in a sense, every Christian is a missionary. And what advice would you have for people who are struggling with that, feeling like they need to do more? What would you want to say to them? A couple of things. I guess, firstly, it's okay if you're not doing these huge things in your life. Um, Because like I said, following God is the most important thing. So doing it for yourself is the most important thing. Um, And I've also been encouraged by my friends, especially Anna, but like my Christian friends in that, even if I'm not doing these huge things, people can still like notice the little things that you do or like, just like you were saying, you've, you complimented me, said that people notice Mm. the joy that I have. Like Mm. it's something that even though it's not a big thing that I do and I'm not even doing it on purpose, it's still other people can notice it. Um, so things like that, um, it doesn't, necessarily have to take the big steps of faith in order to impact on people um and yeah I guess if you feel like you should be doing more again talk to God about it pray see if he does want you to be doing more sometimes God's just like no you're okay where you are and sometimes God says okay I want you to do this um and you just trust in him rely on him to take you down the path that he wants for you that's really good I love that, and I think um, that's really important to remember, and I love that you talk about that in a blog, because I think it is easy to look at other people and compare what you should be doing. Yeah, definitely. I Like, I wish I was good with film stuff like that. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I do feel that sort of, like, you tend to get those tendencies of 
not doing enough、mm. and、mm. it is like it's still the little things it's you know it, there's that saying where it's like、uh, divinity in the detail、mm. it's always、That's、the little、really cool. things that are like where god really shines、yeah. in you so i、yeah. think it's really important to point out and i think it's great that you did that Thank you, and、yeah. Adva, I admire you in your testimony, which will probably be in a later podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> we will now. <laughs>、um, yes. Yeah, and I remember、um, one thing that Laura, one of our youth leaders, told us once about appreciating other people's callings. You、mm. don't all have to have the same calling, and it's actually not what God intends for us. Because、mm. what a boring world, and everyone. Has different circles of friends. You can't reach every single person, so that's why we all need to be active in that.、Mm, that's、um, really、cool. You're also, I know, this is sort of almost a mark of your family, <laughs> but you're all extremely servant-hearted, and you, without even trying, seem to look out to how to help people. And I just wanted to ask a little bit about that.、Um, I guess some advice. I think it sort of ties into the whole the blog. What you said in the blog about helping people and、mm. doing small ways. Can you talk a little bit about that and how that has impacted your faith? Yeah. Well, I guess and now it kind of comes naturally. Like you said, <laughs> I don't really realize I'm doing it. But、um, as I was saying, my parents are really role models for me, and in particular, my mum. She just is always going out of her way to help people and do things for them, and sometimes she gets the credit and sometimes she doesn't, and she doesn't mind either way. And I think seeing that has just proven to me that it, it doesn't matter. Like it's the intent of why you're doing things; it's not necessarily the actions. And she does it all for God. She does it all for God's glory, not for her own.、Um, and yeah, I guess that really impacted on me to. Show me that、um, being servant-hearted is—it's—it's what it is. It doesn't rely on other people doing things. It doesn't mean you expect to get anything back, and often you don't get anything back. And I think that's actually a really cool thing about it is that you're doing it because it's what you're called to do, or it's what you feel like you should be doing, and、um, you're not doing it based on getting any credit or.、Um, Yeah, getting anything in return for it, and it's so incredible that you're able to have this, and you can see that it's something that God put in, God's put in your heart, because it's so hard to have a servant heart.、Mm. That you know, these days in the world, that you're very much taught to fend for yourself. Yeah, yeah, I guess. You yeah, know, like look out <laughs>、yeah. for your own, and for you to have that, it's so incredible, and for God, to, for God to. Allow、um, to have that on your heart is quite incredible, and it's ble- it's a, it's a big blessing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I guess also just to continue from that,、um, seeing it in my parents' lives, it's kind of it's really cool because it's one of the things that you really see in Jesus when he、mm. was living on this earth. Is like the reason he came was to seek and save the lost. He didn't come to 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 be served, but to serve others,、mm. and. I think I just admire it so much in other people when I can、um, see this awesome characteristic of Jesus in them, and I think yeah, it's just really cool. Absolutely, I I agree with you, and I think when people don't realize how good God is, when they think He's some sort of tyrant or、yeah. something,、um, that's when they lose interest in Christianity、mm. and the desire to actually be a genuine. Christian or be planted, really,、mm. it doesn't come in. And can you talk to us a little bit about 
your relationship with God, like what is it like at the moment? At the moment. <laughs> okay. So um, at the moment, I, I mean, still loving God to the extreme, um, <laughs> talking to him always. Um, I feel like it's always been a struggle for me, as you would know, to get into my Bible and reading his word. Um, but I have a devotional now, which I'm super excited to get into. Just um, just got it. Um, I think it's been hard because I kind of kind of think to myself like, okay, I have to read the Bible, but, like, where do I start? What do I do? What if I'm not, like, getting anything out of it? And then I realize that I'm not even reading it, and that's a good start to getting this out of it. Um, I feel like I put a lot of pressure on myself, and I feel like I've spoken to other people who do this as well, but putting a lot of pressure on myself to know, like, what to do, where to start reading, um, like, all the things I should be getting out of it. But I've realized recently that, any like looking into God's word at all is still beneficial whether or not you feel like you're doing it right like there's no right way um so yeah and I think a good way to start can be a devotional because it's already set out for you you just have to read it and see what you can get out of it but um yeah I've realized recently like really recently that I've been putting all this pressure to like start reading my Bible and, like, know what I'm doing and getting it right. Yeah. And I just really recently realized that it doesn't matter as long as I'm opening my Bible and actually reading. Yeah. It'll be beneficial no matter what. Yeah, you get that textbook mentality when you, like, when you see that thick book, you're kind of like, whoa, but you know what? In a second. But all it takes is... Honestly, one verse of God's to meditate exactly. on it can make yeah. such a big difference. Yeah. But we get these struggles like reading the Bible all the time. And it's probably not like just like anyone else. It's so normal to have these struggles. Yeah. Like, reading the Bible for you probably isn't the only struggle that's there. Oh, yeah. um, so like these different struggles, how do they like how do they affect you? Like, does it, are they huge impacts? Are they? I guess of... they can be. So in ter- so I'll just keep focusing on reading the Bible in terms of sure. that. Um, it kind of, it just makes you feel down, I guess, when you're not, because you kind of feel guilty about not doing it, but then Mm. still kind of unmotivated to do it. Um, and it kind of makes, kind of makes me question, like, why, why am I finding it so difficult? Like, shouldn't I be fully used to this by now? Like, reading my Bible, I've been a Christian, like, my whole life, um, but so yeah, it kind of does impact, but at least it gets me to talk to God more and mm. um be praying to him and asking him and asking him to kind of motivate me and um yeah, so it it has an impact, but at the same time I know that God forgives and because of that I I know that I don't need to be guilty and he he forgives no matter what and mm. I'm still following him, and so all it takes for me to do is just open my Bible and <laughs> start talking to him. Um, yeah, yeah, that's really it's, good. It's, it's good that you um, don't have that guilt because it shouldn't. It like you, like you said, it's um, about forgiveness. But you know, you he puts that in your heart that you, even though you like have that yeah. struggle, you still want to so badly, yeah. sort yeah. of read it. And so um, you mentioned that you were. Um, have devotionals now so yeah. what, in in the past or in the future do you have any other ways or like 
um, ways you've overcome these struggles of Yes, so having amazing Christian friends who keep up with you and like text you saying, hey, how's your Bible reading yeah, going? Even that, like if you haven't done it, you're like, oh yeah, I should do that. <laughs> and then if you have, then it's really encouraging because you can then encourage one another and it's not just you getting out of it, but you can share with other people as well. Um, so that's one thing. Um I love going to my Bible study Bible study on Friday night slash youth group. We still call it youth group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, we we're do. not youth anymore. <laughs> um, I love that. It's a, just fellowship with people as well as learning about God's word. Um, and then church on Sundays. And obviously these things aren't necessary to be a Christian. Mm. I think a lot of people think like, oh, I, I can't be a good enough Christian. I'm, I can't go to church. I'm not going to youth, like all these things. But that's not what makes you a Christian. <laughs> Being a Christian is just about believing in Jesus and believing what he's done for you. And that's all it takes. Yeah. The Going to church and going to youth is really just about encouraging yourself and encouraging other people and meeting up with a community of people who are friends and want to talk to you. Um, but obviously it can be really beneficial having those communities um, mm. as I've experienced. I was just saying like church and all these ex- like these activities and these um and participating in fellowship just sort of it, it allows you to sort of cultivate that seed and like yeah. it's the soil it's the fertilizer it's the rain and the sun that mm. all work together to grow this amazing christ-like person mm. yeah so, yeah absolutely and i think it's from the outside looking in it can seem like christians have a bunch of rules yeah so i think it's really good that you talked about actually sometimes it doesn't all seem wonderful, like, I have to read my Bible again. Mm. And I love that you talked about the importance of it. So why, if it is such a struggle, why why pursue it? Why pursue it? Because yes, God is the it? best thing in the world. Um, because it's always better to be growing in your relationship with God. It, like, like I've kind of mentioned, it helps you have more joy, have more peace, have more patience. Um, it allows you to grow more in the characteristics of God um, so that you can become a more Christ-like person. Um, and it, honestly, especially like reading a Bible in the morning, it just changes your outlook on the whole day. Like mm. instead of just waking up and going about your thing or looking at your phone and seeing things that just don't encourage you, you can literally open this book and it's like, oh, look at all these amazing things. Like, I could be living like this or look at this cool thing that happened. Um, Yeah, it just changes. It changes who you are being in this relationship with God. And, yeah, it's just such a positive thing. It's, yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to? And you see it time and time again in the Bible that, you know, just like our relationship with God, it's like any other relationship where work's put in, but you Mm. see time and time again how God has never let us down. And and Mm. when we say in relationships uh, like in this relationship with God that we say oh God's done this to us that to us but if you look into it if you investigate it it's your actions that have Mm. reflected back onto you and God still has gotten you through those times Mm. yeah and it's we can see it in every one of our lives Mm. yeah absolutely I want to follow on from what you were saying just then um also to answer your question about like why (laughs) still do it um also like you were saying like no matter what you do, God is still chasing after you. God is still wanting this relationship with you. He's seeking you. He's knocking on the door just waiting for you to answer. Mm. Um, 
And I feel like that's really encouraging because it means no matter what we do, no matter how far we feel like we are from God, it, he is still just there with us the whole time. Um, so it doesn't matter how, like, it doesn't matter what we feel about who God is, where God is. He's consistent. He's always the same. Yesterday, today, tomorrow, he doesn't change. He he loves everyone and he will forever. And he'll always be close to those who call for him. So, yeah. mm, I love that. And I love that just totally comes back to your testimony of why you chose him in the first place, but then why you continue to choose him forever. Mm. And I think you've shared some really good points. Really beautiful. And, yes. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming okay, today. I've loved good. having you. I love being here. Yeah, it's like <laughs> chilling with my best friends. So awesome. Thanks, guys. <laughs> and thank you for listening, guys. Um, yeah. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Yes. Please stay tuned for more. Yeah. All right. Have a blessed day, week, month, year, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Miss us already? It's okay, we understand. You can check out I Am Planted by Rivers, our YouTube channel, and stay encouraged and up to date on our Instagram and Facebook, I Am Planted by Rivers. Also, you can go directly to our website, iamplantedbyrivers.wordpress.com, where you can find weekly motivating blog posts and even our testimonies. And before you know it, it'll be this time again next week. So till then, stay, stay planted. planted.